Greetings, welcome to today's podcast. We'll be reading Matthew 24, the destructive of the temple and the signs of the ends of time. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the reading of your word. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, a heart to receive your word and your instructions. In Jesus' name we pray. We ask you, be here with us in this reading. Amen. Thank you for that, Father. Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him and to call his attention to his buildings. Do you see all these things? He asked. Truly I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately tell us, They said, when will this happen, and what will be the sign of your coming, and to the of the end of the age? And Jesus answered, Watch out, that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and I will and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all the nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So when you see standing in the holy place, the abomination that causes desolation, spoken through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down to take anything out of the house. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it would be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not take place in winter or on the Sabbath. For then there will be great distress unequally from the beginning of the world until now. And never to be equal again. In those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. At that time, if anyone says to you, Look here, the Messiah, or there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you ahead of time. So if anyone tells you, there he is, out in the wilderness, do not go out. Or here he is, in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as lightning that comes from the east is visible even in the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. 
whether there is carcass, there the vultures will gather. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. Then will appear the signs of the Son of Man in heaven. And then all the peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. Now learn this lesson from the fire fig tree. As soon as his twigs get tender and his leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things, you know that it is near right at the door. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about the day or hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what was, would happen until the flood came and took them all away. This is how it would be with the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding with a handmill, and one will be taken and the other left. Therefore keep watch before you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have left his house be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Who then is the faithful and wise servant, whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household, to give them their food at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Truly I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose that servant wicked is wicked and says to himself, My master is staying away a long time. And he then begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of the servants will come one day when he does not expect him, and an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow. I believe uh, verse 45 should be coupled um, with uh, chapter 25, the parallel of the ten virgins. So let's go ahead and read that, the ten virgins, since I mentioned it. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps, but did not take any oil with them. 
The wise ones, however, took oil and jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, a cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come on out and meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are gone out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourself. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the doors were shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they smiled. They said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day of the hour. Amen. What a beautiful illustration. There is so much on this chapter, but let's just go ahead and talk about keeping our cup full with oil. That's what we're doing, folks. I have keeping love in our hearts against discouragement and situations that could have come against us is our goal, our task. To stay trimmed up like the lamp burning and in the awareness of the Lord, doing what we need to do, reading the Word of God daily, praising Him, worship Him. If we don't put enough in the hopper, we will get angry and with people. So we always need to be pouring, speaking for myself, doing this kind of uh, activity. I love my life. I love the fact that we're reading the literature and we're doing the hard things early in the morning. Four in the morning. The Spirit of God gets me up early. I hear I think it's 6 in the morning and I'm stretching and blessing God and, and it's 3.30 in the morning. And I go, boy, I just went to sleep. Praise God. Let's break the Bible open. Let's crack the Bible open. Let us put our nose into the Word of God and work on our salvation with happiness and thanksgiving. The, the reading, I'm not going to try and explain uh, the comment, the commentary, because there's a lot of stuff that's way over my head. I'm going to need the help of another commentary. But let me say this: a lot of it was when Jerusalem was taken over on the A.D. 70, when Romans came in and they they turned those stones over, those giant stones. They turned everyone. It must have been an amazing prophecy when the the uh, disciples heard what Jesus said. You see these stones? Truly I tell you, everyone will be thrown down. Oh my goodness. And today they're excavating through there and they're finding a lot of the uh, stones are still turned over. They've built settlements on top of those stones. And they're able to go in there now. Beautiful, beautiful word of God. We learn the lesson from the fig tree. It says, anyway, well, God bless you. 
May the Lord keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, lift up this countenance and give you praise. So today's scripture, memory scripture, you probably know it already. It's on 2435. Say Matthew 2435. Say heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. As one of the reasons we are going to do the promises next, we're going to go ahead and go through the uh, through the process of worshiping and praising God for uh, hopefully for a long time, and then we're going to take communion and we're going to pray the Our Fathers. And then we're going to speak the Word of God out into the atmosphere. Amen. This is a shortcut for blessings and and enjoy it very much. I love you. Have a great day and wait around for our next podcast. Thank you. See you in the next clip.